afternoon, Cape Cod and the Islands. Welcome back to another installment of the Cape Cod Sportscast. I'm your host, Wesley Sykes, and we are no longer in the 2019 fall regular season. Yes, that means the playoffs are among us across all sports with all uh, regular season games wrapping up. Uh, and let's start, of course, with the heavy hitters in the football world. Uh, we have the 4-2 and two Mashpee Falcons being awarded the four seed in the D7 South Sectional Tournament. And they'll be hosting familiar foe uh, fifth seed in Nantucket coming in with a record of 4-3 and three on Saturday, November 2nd at 5.30 p.m. at Michael S. Horn Stadium in Mashpee. Uh, the Falcons are coming off a 30-12 win against St. Mary's at home and have posted already a 38 to 8 win against the Whalers uh, also at home back on September 13th to open the season. Now that Whalers team will have a very different look than when they saw uh, the Falcons the first time around. They'll have their top two running backs in Terrain Burton and Devontae Usher back there. I got to see them firsthand in their 26-0 road shutout win against Sandwich a couple weeks back. And uh, I'll tell you, Burton definitely looks the part. He'll be key. Um, for the the Mashpee defense to kind of hone in on and and try to stop if they have any chance of uh, advancing in the playoffs. And if if I'm the Falcons, despite having a 4-2 record of being a little banged up, maybe a little bit small, I look at the path to uh, reaching the South Final as very doable as uh, you you see Nantucket, and then you'll likely play uh, either Cohasset and and or Abington in the next two rounds should they advance. Uh, and those are two opponents that they're very familiar with, of course, from this regular season, playing in the South Shore League Tobin Division, as well as uh, previous playoffs uh, going against the Skippers uh, and the Green Wave as well. So, uh, it, you know, I wouldn't count out uh, Mashpee as a dark horse in this D7 South tournament. Uh, keep an eye on them as the four seed. Uh, the only other playoff football team in our region is the seven-seeded Upper Cape Tech Rams. Uh, they got into the tournament with a 32 to nothing home win against Cape Tech in the D8 South tournament. Uh, and they'll also be playing a familiar foe when they travel to Rochester to face the two-seeded Old Colony Cougars, who just suffered their first loss of the season uh, last week against South Shore Voketech. They come in with a record of 6-1. and one. Uh, And like I said, no love loss between these two. Mayflower Athletic Conference, small division rivals. Uh, the Rams held a 16-0 lead uh, against the Cougars in Rochester two weeks ago before uh, Old Colony ultimately came back with a 23-16 win. Uh, and of course, last year in the D8 South first round, uh, the then two-seeded Rams scored a 17-7 win against the seven-seeded Old Colony Cougars in Bourne last year, uh, a week after beating them again in Bourne to win the Mayflower uh, athletic Conference small division title. So this will be the fourth time that these two teams have met in the last two years. Uh, and again, I, I, f- I got to feel like uh, the Rams pulled a, a favorable draw and missing out on undefeated top-seeded West Bridgewater in the first round uh, and, and getting a team that they feel good about that they won a half a football against on the road in their uh, opponent's territory against Old Colony. So I think if um, you know, they can clean up a little things and avoid some mental mistakes and, and sustain some longer drives, particularly in the second half. Um, I think with the Rams skill position players, Jazari Salim, Cameron Glover, Andrew Brightman, uh, Brightman John Brightman, uh, Sean DiCarlo, I think these are all guys who can 
uh, kind of carry the load evenly uh, among the Rams' offense and, and look for some big plays, particularly out of Brightman on the defensive end uh, in that secondary there, a real ball hawk. So I'll be excited to see that game. Of course, we know all Collier doesn't really throw the ball all that much, so I think you want to look for um, – Maybe uh, uh, turnovers uh, in, of the fumble variety, if, if uh, any turnovers were going to be happening in that game. Uh, the rest of the football slate in the non-playoff schedule, we have the 2-5 and five Falmouth Clippers uh, looking to end their losing streak against Medway on the road. Uh, today, Friday, November 11th at 3.30 p.m., uh, we have the Sandwich Blue Knights looking to extend, uh, turn their one-game win streak into a two-game win streak. Uh, against Dartmouth, who is one six, is coming off a very last-second loss against Bishop Stang, twenty-one to fourteen last week. Uh, that game is also today, Friday, November eleventh, at five forty-five p.m. at DeCanto Stadium. That is a home game. Uh, and then, lastly, we have the one and six Bourne Canalmen uh, coming off a shutout loss at the hands of the SSC Larges Aponequit Lakers last week. Uh, they'll be traveling out to Fall River to meet Diamond Volk. Uh, today, Friday, November 1st at 4 p.m. Now for the look at the rest of the playoffs, let's go over to, let's see here, uh, the field hockey field. And we'll check in field hockey in just a moment. All right. And in field hockey playoff action, let's start at the top of the Division II South sectional playoff where the Sandwich Blue Knights earned the first overall seed. Uh, this is their highest seed Geez, probably of this century here, uh, with a record of 16-1-1, they host 16th-seeded Dedham, who enters with a record of 9-6-4. That game is going on Friday, November uh, 1st at 2.30 p.m. Uh, at DeCanto Stadium. Dedham uh, reached the first round of the D2 South playoffs by scoring a 3-1 win against 17th-seeded Middleborough in the preliminary round earlier this week. And if this matchup looks familiar, because uh, it is... Uh, Dedham scored a 1-0 win in 2017's first round at home uh, in Sandwich against the higher-seeded Sandwich Blue Knights. Again, that was back in 2017. Uh, and another playoff team in the D2 South, um, a game that had already happened in the, in the preliminary round. It was the 13th-seeded Bourne Canalman, 9-7-3, against the 20th-seeded Seekonk Warriors at 7-9-1, rather. Uh, this is a matchup between two SEC small teams, and the Warriors uh, escaped Bourne with a 2-1 overtime victory in the D2 South preliminary rounds. That was on Wednesday, October 30th. Uh, Sophie Stowe from Julia Elysier tied the game at one apiece in the second half uh, before Seekonk scored the game-winning goal with roughly three minutes left in overtime. All this happened despite Bourne uh, winning the regular season series with Seekonk. Uh, winning both games by a score of two to nothing, or one nothing, I should say, a grand total of two to nothing, one nothing on the road, one nothing in Seekonk uh, this year for Bourne. Uh, the 14th seeded Falmouth Clippers in the D2 South tournament, uh, they have a record of nine five and five. They played host to the 19th seeded West Bridgewater Wildcats with a record of seven eleven and three. And the Clippers scored a one nothing victory in the preliminary round to advance to the first round of the D2 South Tournament. They'll beat third-seeded Dover-Sherborne with a record of 15-1-2 on Friday, November 1st at 3.30 p.m. Uh, in Dover-Sherborne for the D2 South first 
round. Not much action in volleyball as Sandwich, uh, Upper Cape, and Bourne all failed to qualify for the postseason. That just leaves the six-seeded Falmouth Clippers in the D2 South first round, playing host to the 11th-seeded uh, also, I believe, the Norwell Clippers uh, with a record of 8-8. Eight and eight. That game occurs on Friday, November 1st at 6 p.m. in Falmouth. Now, for a look of what else is going on in playoff news around the league, uh, let's take a quick break and we'll get right back to it. And to the soccer pitch we go, where in girls' soccer action, we have the 11th seed of Falmouth Clippers with a record of 8-5-5. Five, and five going on the road to meet Somerset Berkeley, the sixth seed, with a record of 12-5-1 in the Division II South first round. That game occurs on November 5th at 2 p.m. Uh, now moving down a couple of divisions to the D4 South first round, we have the ninth-seeded Upper Cape Tech Rams making their first appearance in the postseason under second-year head coach Paul Ahern. They enter the tournament with a record of 8-6-4. And they go on the road to face ninth-seeded Norfolk Aggie with a record of 11-7-2. Now, these are two Mayflower Athletic Conference small rivals here. Uh, they have played two times previous uh, this game, uh, the most recently resulting in a 3-3 tie in Bourne against a battle of two Rams on October 24th. And the first meeting resulted in a 4-1 loss at Norfolk Aggie back on September 13th. That was the only divisional loss for the Rams on the year. Uh, the playoff game will be played on November 4th at 2 p.m., once again at Norfolk Aggie. And last but not least in the D4 South Girls Tournament, we have the 10th-seeded Mashpee Falcons with a record of 9-8-3 going on the road to meet the 7th-seeded Blue Hills Warriors. They enter uh, the tournament with a record of 10-5-3, and that game will be played on November 4th at 2 p.m. in Canton. Uh, much like the uh, volleyball tournament, there is not much action of local teams in the boys' soccer tournament. Uh, only the 18th-ranked Bourne Canalman made the tournament in the D4 South first round with a record of 5-11-2. Uh, they've reached that tournament by finishing 500 or better against fellow Division IV opponents, a.k.a. the Sullivan Rule. They'll be going down Cape to Harwich to meet the 15th-seeded Monomoy Sharks. The Sharks enter the uh, tournament with a record of 8-8-2, eight, eight, and two, and that game will be played on November 3rd at 2 p.m., once again in Harwich. Uh, and last but not least, in playoff news, we have uh, things that have already wrapped up in the game of golf. We had the Sandwich Blue Knights for the second straight year placed fifth in the Division II State Tournament Final, played at Taconic Golf Club, uh, Golf Club, I believe it is. Uh, they were led by Mike Barrasso's 5-over-76, who placed ninth in the individual tournament, while Sam Hood was right on his heels with a plus-677 to place 10th. Uh, uh, to help place fit, the Blue Knights had additional scoring from Parker Hunt, who shot an 83, Colin Norkovicius, who shot a 90, Thomas Hurley, who shot a 93, and James Murray's 94 rounded out the sandwich scorecard. The good news is for the Blue Knights is that they do not graduate anyone from this year's team. So they will be returning all six of their players, including uh, four of which, who uh, I believe is Barrasso, Hood, Hunt, and Norka Vicious, uh, who will all be seniors next year. So expect to see them uh, in the state tournament for Division II once again this time in 2020. 
Uh, although the found Clippers did not qualify for the team tournament, uh, the individually speaking, Jake McKenzie qualified. He shot an 83 to tie with Parker Hunt and Sandwich. Uh, and then down in the D3 state tournament, uh, we had the Mashby Falcons tie for third, despite Colin Spencer shooting a one under 71 in the individual tournament, placing second, only losing in the first playoff hole to Dover Sherborne's Cooper Evans in the individual title. Uh, he was joined by teammates Kyle Putrell, uh, whose 77 earned him 11th place, uh, while Jake Spencer's, or Jack Spencer's, I should say, 84, and Casey Fitzgerald, 89, rounded out Mashpee's scorecard. So that'll do it for this week's weekly sports wrap. Tune in next week where we will hopefully, hopefully have... Uh, a good amount of playoff teams still in the mix here. And if not, we'll still have a couple of games with you and maybe we'll bring uh, an interview or two along the way. So make sure to follow me on Twitter at Wesley Sykes underscore and read all of our updates at capenews.net. Till next week, folks.